welcome to this bonus episode of Who Are You Wearing? I'm Kiri Pritchard-McLean, a stand-up comedian who loves clothes. And the only thing I love more than clothes is chatting to very stylish people about their clothes. Now, when we record the podcast, we always ask a load of quick-fire questions just to get warmed up. And we don't release the answers to those, but there's so many belted ones. We thought we would give you a sneak peek. So we're going to give you the gift of inspiration by sharing their answers to the question, who is your style icon? And tis the season. So, of course, I've been asking people what they're going to be wearing over Christmas. Here are some of the brilliant answers we've got in the making of season two. Starting off with Mikita Oliver, who has the perfect Christmas style icon. Cher. In the in the 70s. That is the perfect answer. Perfect right. answer. Okay, good. I've always loved her. I was very lucky enough to, uh, to um, interview her a few times and she is... What a woman. What <laughs> a woman. Ooh, so wise. So brilliant and... <laughs> Just by the, by, by the third interview, I didn't want to leave her side. I was like, I felt very close to her. <laughs> and, she, um, and, and then I sort of, in the last like 10 years, started looking at some old kind of, um, not really like uh, the Sunny and Cher show, a little bit after that, but actually the end of the Sunny and Cher show, she really takes it there. Just the fact that she was creating these looks with Bob Mackie and they were so beautiful and glamorous, but she wore them like she was in jeans and a T-shirt. She always looked so relaxed and she was tall and thin and rakish-like. But she was so sexy. I just mm. love her. And she I feel like she dressed for exactly who she was mm. and yeah. she always looked free. You're so right. Which Cher just feels, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, I, I hadn't noticed that before. There's a, there's a great Welsh girl that I work with. If I want a piece of clothing that doesn't exist, I'll, I've got a girl who will make stuff for me. And every now and then oh, we'll wicked. go through stages. And I'll, uh, she's like, I've been looking at loads of Cher at the moment. I was like, I've been looking at loads of Cher. Because that era <laughs> is so perfect like oh. yes yes and if you really delve deep there's so much there's like all of the old Sunny and Cher show then she gets her own show I didn't know this mm. I watched the Cher documentary and then she takes the looks to new levels like all these like separates like beautiful trousers and uh sort of halter neck so much skin so much so many sequins and color and flair and then she starts to become an actress and I just goes to the Oscars like a G in Bob Mackie. It's like a feather headdress. It's like, go on. Just go on. <laughs> I love her. Do you I have, um, in your house, do you have Christmas Day outfits? Like an outfit that would be bought specially for it or one that you wear every year? We're quite a pyjama-y Christmas family. But uh, this year we've had to do quite a lot of Christmas shoots. So we've had like three fake Christmases already. <laughs> and we had to dress up for them. And we were all like... I don't know what we wear on Christmas Day. Like, that's not an outfit in our lives. But turned out we all had pretty good Christmas Day looks. So I think this year will be the first time we really do put some clothes on for Christmas dinner. <laughs> or we'll be so Christmassed out by all our fake Christmases. I probably will be in pyjamas. Yeah, maybe you don't need to because you've... I mean, you've already had the experience in the photos, so you can just... I mean, gaslight yourself into thinking that was the actual occasion. That's the one that goes in the photo album. Totally, totally. My mum was like, I don't think I can be bothered to cook Christmas dinner. I've looked at so many. I was like, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Christmas day, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, classic share. And I, of course, will be alternating between Bob Mackie and pyjamas on Christmas day. 
Now, as you'd expect, Joe Lycett has one of my favourite answers for style icons and his Christmas Day outfit sounds as brilliant as it does itchy. What's the name of that? Is it Iris Apfel who wears those huge glasses? Iris Apfel. I love her. And I suppose I'm, I mean, I'm a bit of, like you are, a bit of a magpie. Anything that shines, (laughs) I'm into it. Who wears a lot of shiny things? You. You, you're my style icon. Thank you. That's finally. You and Iris. <laughs> what? I'd watch that flat share sitcom. I'd absolutely watch that. Okay, I don't know if this is a northern thing and, and where the Midlands stand on it. Do you have Christmas Day outfits? Oh my in god, your house? sort of. I mean, we like to dress up a little bit, but I had when I was um, younger, and um, I don't know if you remember me when I was a younger man with the long hair that Mm. was longer than yours is and uh, I was a a little chubbier than I am now and I sort of looked like um, I looked like a sort of uh, I looked like Claire Bolting Um, (laughs) there's no getting round it Um, in a very nice way I think Claire Bolting's very beautiful so I'm saying that as as a, a compliment to both myself and Claire Bolting but I don't think I look as much like Claire Bolting now and I would wear on Christmas Day, I found this cardigan in a second hand shop that someone had stitched in the farmyard scene on the back. And the, it was like a kind of, I don't know what, it was like not quite wool, but what's like a kind of longer sort of weirder wool. I don't know. Um, it, was, it was not a particularly nice uh, fabric. And, uh, and then yet stitched into it were these like, there was a cow and a farm and like just ridiculous um so i would wear that and everyone hated it and i i think i sort of wore it out of spite essentially to um and i've got one christmas jumper you know every time you do a christmas special i literally just filmed the christmas special for qi last month which was march and so i had to find a christmas jumper which i didn't i didn't have access to so i wore this sort of goldy thing because i thought it was a bit festive but normally if i had access to it i've got this christmas jumper i bought years ago which i love and it's just got it's quite classy it's got reindeers across it so i now wear that most christmases love it but yeah for many years i had that horrible cardigan uh, which all of my family hated, and that brought me a, a lot of pleasure at Christmas. <laughs> Where is it now? I think it got thrown into a furnace. <laughs> Under a full moon by a priest. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, Kerry pritchard McLean, Joe Lysett's style icon. And I'll say it, Muse is done, is out there. From one comedy icon to another, Lolly Adivobe talks us through her favourite androgynous icons. Have you got a style icon? I've got a lot of uh, people that I follow on Instagram who I think are style icons. Most of them are men, I will say that. (laughs) Also, there's a girl called Naomi Shimada who um, has incredible style and uh, another girl called Alva Clare who has very cool style. And then this guy called Paul Binam who I think just like has the best style in the world. But it's more like, I can't wear what he wears, but I just love what he wears it's nice to look at <laughs> nice people do you know what I mean like people who put themselves together well yeah 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 I find yeah. that delicious Natasha Leon as well actually maybe it's another yeah, style icon she always yeah. looks she wears quite a lot of like men's clothes men mm. or like masculine clothes yeah because I feel like she's sort of reinventing or, or or moving on from the what was Marlene Dietrich and then was um, mm. what's the, the woman um, uh, Diane Keaton Keaton Diane Keaton yeah. Yeah. yeah so like that that sort of like masculine great hair you exactly know, like, yeah yeah she's yeah 
She's the yeah. modern version of it. Totally. In your house, do you have, like, for Christmas Day, do you have outfits that you dress up it like spe- like you'll buy it and you'll be like I'm gonna wear that on Christmas day it's like a special outfit um yeah but I only really started doing that in like the last maybe five years I think before it used to be like one of my fanciest pajamas that I can wear all day on Christmas day and then like a few years ago when I, I guess in a kind of a dark way it was like when everyone started using Instagram it was like okay what am I gonna wear on Christmas day <laughs> because I don't think What's I did gonna- it before that <laughs> What's gonna look thirsty on the ground? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Tis the season to be thirsty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one who thinks about their Christmas Day outfits in terms of Instagram. Oh, that's made me feel better. Now, Kate Maguire of Converted Closet is up next, and we get to geek out over one of the most stylish women in the world. I watched an Audrey Hepburn documentary the other night, and I mean, God, I have to say, really her. Mm. No, she just wore clothes in a way that I've never seen. And she was a ballet dancer. Mm. She, I I think she just has this, you know, she just looks like um, just ethereal in everything. It's like she's dancing. She's performing. She points her toes as she walks. And, you know, I just, I just, I love the way Dior dressed her as well. So I feel like she's probably my style icon. She's incredible, isn't she? Because just talking thinking of in terms of her films in like Roman Holiday like she's flawless in that Mm. and it's sort of linens and shirts and those big skirts and then obviously Breakfast at Tiffany's and which Mm. film is it where she wears the black turtleneck and she does she goes to a jazz club and she does a dance routine in it oh god I love that I love it Oh. oh I could watch that and you know they they kind of pulled her into that scene she was really nervous about it didn't think she could pull it off it's like come on like you I think yeah what is it I mean she's so modern she was just always so Mm. modern and unique I don't know why I I think it's also the short hair the the little fringe just the whole thing oh god her vibe yes please she's amazing also my my partner thinks the most perfect picture of any woman ever have you seen it I think she's in like a lovely trench coat and she's bent down in the supermarket shopping looking for some cans or something and she's got her pet deer with her a baby deer and he's like it's the most perfect image of a woman I've ever seen in my life oh my god what does that say about him baby deer Oh my God. Do you know that's... Well, weird that he ended up with me. <laughs> got good taste. He's got good taste here. So, do you have in your house Christmas Day outfits, like a special outfit that you buy for the day? You'll wear it again since, but a special outfit that you put on for Christmas Day? That is a good question. I get outfits for everybody else, but I, I normally wear a dress that I haven't worn before. So, this Christmas, I wore one of my new quilt dresses for the first time. Obviously, just showing it off to my family who'd actually seen me making it. But I, <laughs> I like to wear something fresh and new that I've made, I've converted from something. But yeah, I, I do dress up. We have to dress up on Christmas Day, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Make the effort for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he, re- he really cares. He does. <laughs> National treasure Tom Allen is up next. And his choices, well, they're as timeless and classic as you would expect. Also, I finally get to tell a story about Claridge's that I've been dying to talk about. <laughs> Fred Astaire, since I was a teenager, I've always loved, particularly him in the film Top Hat, the way he wears white tie and tails, which I do think is the most the most elegant outfit on a man. Um, uh, and, and, and on anybody. On anybody. But um, there's something about him wearing it just looks very... 
I don't know, it just it looks very sharp. And in the interwar period, they had very high starched detachable collars they'd wear, which I always thought was is, is a very... It's, it's a, I don't know why, it just looks very elegant to me. And similarly, he wears a dinner jacket at other points and, and looks wonderful. And even just a, an ordinary, maybe a jacket, uh, a sports jacket. He also is looks great in the film Easter Parade with Judy Garland. And, um, and every moment, I've always had an obsession with silk top hats. Occasionally, I'll, I'll go to someone like George Banks from the film Mary Poppins. Um, or um, other times, it'll be more like someone like Tom Ford. Oh. Oh yes, oh my gosh, so many. We haven't had anyone on who's talked about that kind of like love of, I guess, classic high-end tailoring Uh, as well. It's it's very interesting. I don't know huge amounts, but I've never been to like one of the classic sort of several row places to have anything made. I'm a bit scared of them actually. But I do, the, the sort of, there's something about the the way that they're the parameters of it, the way they're created, that how they evolved um, as outfits, I think is very becoming uh, on, particularly if you're a slightly slight mm. stature of which I am, and perhaps would like to be slightly slightly broader, then tailoring can help. Um, but maybe I'm just lying to myself. Maybe I should just embrace being a, 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 a small shouldered man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I like I like the costume of it as well. I like the form. I like formality because it feels like it's theatre and it's it's dressing up. Um, do you like it when you go to a restaurant when there's lots of you know when they'll sort of come over and they'll sort of interfere with the food or put on a mini show? You know, like when you've got to pour broth yes. over something or you know like oh, set fire to that. something. Um, once upon a time, I took a friend of mine out for a thank you dinner, and um, they had a crepe Suzette station, uh, which I think. I think both of us would enjoy actually, Kiri. Um, mainly because they flambe a pan- basically a pancake in front of you, and uh, the whole restaurant was filled with flames. And uh, I loved it; it was great. And then at the end, you're just sort of presented with a with just a flat pancake with a bit of syrup on it. But in the, in the moment, it's it's incredible. Um, yeah, I love all that. I love a dessert a, a dessert performance. I think is very wonderful. I got taken for um, lunch. At- Claridge is very posh. <gasps> very posh. And yeah, they did. Apparently, there's not many places in the UK do it. Have you seen it when they? Um, you went to do it with brandy, but I think they did it with wine. Oh yeah, they did it with wine. This is so funny. So um, you know where you heat up tongs and you <gasps> clamp it round, and then you you get ice and you you put, you basically chop off the cork with a glass yes. round it. That happened um, when. Uh, I went to a fancy restaurant with my mum and dad a couple of Christmases ago and um, oh no he didn't do that so he did it slightly differently he lit a candle underneath it and then took it out and the theatre of that sommelier business was really glorious and he decanted it and then he put the cork he took the cork out of the bottle and put spikes in either end of it and then put it on a chain round the neck of the decanter the whole paraphernalia was so stunning yeah really kind of and quite French in its way Really French, yeah, but yeah, and the, and they cut it off and they put it in wax. And you're meant to do oh. it with brandy traditionally, and oh. they, and they do it in Europe a bit more. But this was sort of Claridge's being like, we're going to do it with wine as a fun thing. And then so we had some of the wine, and it was corked. <laughs> oh no, I had to send it back. Yeah, I so think it was it. They, but they just came back and opened it normally. They were like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Christmas Day outfits in your house? One might have a Christmas Day outfit, but then if one receives something new. One immediately wants to change. Well, one year I tried to wear a roll neck underneath a um, Prince of Wales check, a suit that I'd recently bought in a sale. I was very excited about, but what I didn't take into account is that my mother, uh, sorry Greta Thunberg, loves to have the heating on to approximately um, what I can only describe as 
I don't know, <laughs> nuclear uh, reactor. <laughs> Old people's home. <laughs> Old people's home <laughs> levels of heating. So I was like, and obviously I put my charge myself in charge of um, making the the dinner because obviously I have to be controlling, and um, and so that was a veritable nightmare. It was a nightmare, and nobody else, nobody wanted to lay the table, so I had to also lay the table. Um, but essentially, it's whatever's new, and it's like, for example, this jumper was new last Christmas, so I wore it then. It's a thin knit, which is perfect for the um, equatorial climate of my mum and dad's house. <laughs> now, if you follow Tom on social media, which of course you do, you will have seen that his top hat dreams have come true. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever seen a happier face than him in his little top hat. It's so lovely. Michelle DeSwart has got some flawless style icons for us now and a Christmas outfit to inspire us all. Tracy Ellis Ross is always bring in big mwah, style yeah. yeah and also karen bins do you know that is she's she's a style icon as well um i love little kim because she's just sort of like she's she was so kind of like hip-hop fabulous and now it's runway fabulous do you know mm. what i mean i kind of love that all brilliant answers um mm. Do you celebrate Christmas in your house? I cel- I mean, I'm Jewish, right? But I celebrate Christmas like, yes, yeah, a couple of weeks off work, innit? <laughs> That's worth celebrating. <laughs> so did the actual day, um, so I'm trying to think the equivalent, would it, would it be Hanukkah? Do you like, do you yes. dress up? Do you get like an outfit for it that you have in advance or do you have one that you wear every year? For Christmas, yeah. And it's called a tracksuit or <laughs> pyjamas. Where are you going? Who are you dressing up for? <laughs> you don't want to throw on a sequin while you're making the pigs and blankets. If I wash my fanny, you're welcome, Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> I've washed my fanny. You are welcome. Get it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Pop icon Ian H. Watkins. His style icon references are as dripping in pop star homages as you would expect. Kylie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kylie, you know, you know, a bird nest Kylie with the, you know, the half hat uh, on her head that through to five star, through to take that. Um, I loved, uh, you know, David Bowie. Um, but I want to say something in particular, but, you know, there's a mash over the years. Yeah, and always influenced by music then as well. Yeah, pretty much so, yeah. I mean, and it's sad to think that our style influenced a whole generation of bad <laughs> clothes. <laughs> No, I love it. You're basically you are what makes Hunsnet great now on um, or, oh. on uh, on Instagram. I absolutely love it. And um, oh, I want to ask: Do you have like Christmas Day outfits in your house? So like you know, an outfit you'll buy ready for Christmas that's something a bit sort of jazzy. Well, I don't know about jazzy, but we we've uh, opted for the comfy. So we 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 all have matching onesies. So reindeer onesies. So cute. <laughs> so lovely. Yeah, me and my boys. Matching onesies. It's too adorable with twins. Oh my gosh, so cute. We're luxuriating in some stunning tailoring now with Susan Kalman, who has a superb Instagram recommendation for you. Catherine Hepburn, who is just wonderful in mm. every single way, and uh, probably Marlena Dietrich. So, very old school, mm. I think, would be. And the only other person I would say is Kate Blanchett, just because yes. she's extraordinary. I find her her um, ability to wear 
everything beautifully mm. wonderful. So I've got a very... I don't know if you've noticed, Kerry, but I've got a very specific type there. <laughs> <laughs> so power, powerful women in uh, trousers. Uh, I think Catherine Hepburn, I always remember seeing her in Bringing Up Baby, I think it was, or the Philadelphia story and thinking, my goodness, she's just so mm. amazing. So uh, if there was one, it would be Catherine, mm. I think. It's that really timeless elegant masculine look Mm -hmm. it's just so uh, and i also feel like there's only ever at any point 12 people in the world who can pull that off (laughs) and then (laughs) no one else gets to graduate until one of them dies (laughs) it is unfortunately the case it is is the case at the moment is i follow a instagram account called dyke blanchett which is just photographs of kate blanchett in suits and I love it more than anything because it's just <laughs> it's just Kate Blanchett in suits. Um, so because she is, I, th- I find her just also how she comes across just effortless. And I think that's mm. what you were saying about uh, Catherine Hepburn. It's the effortless nature with which she carries herself and the different clothes that she wears. I just find it just stunning. Mm. I'm about to go and follow that Instagram account as well. <laughs> Dyke Blanchett. <laughs> is like that, there, yeah. there are quite a lot of lesbian fan accounts, I'll be honest. Make sure you follow the right Shocking. one. <laughs> um, do you celebrate Christmas? Yes. Do you have Christmas Day outfits in your house? Here's another story. <laughs> when I was younger, my dad was an oncologist and on Christmas morning, we would um, open our presents and then we would get into a kind of a smart clothing and we would go up to the wards because dad wanted us to go and visit the patients who might not have anyone else visiting them. So on Christmas Day, we would always dress very smartly. And by that, I mean, uh, you know, we would have a skirt and a blouse, perhaps a velvet knickerbocker something like that (laughs) so we always had a christmas day outfit we were always dressed up for christmas day it's my it's my dad's birthday on christmas day so it's always nice and special now the family 20 come round to my house yes i know (laughs) 20 calmans in the one house it's quite the delight (laughs) um and uh, i have very much relaxed things because we spent so long on Christmas Day in, you know, f- you know, the full thing that now I'm quite relaxed. But certainly when we were younger, you had a Christmas outfit and it was always new from probably BHS. Love it. Um, usually BHS because um, Marks and Spencer's was probably not quite right at that time. And we would all, me and my sister, probably matching. Let's, let's be honest, why not? Um, and we would get dressed up for it. Yeah, we would because it was a a special day in our household mm. whereas now I simply have to get through it <laughs> Dyke Blanchett enjoy oh my gosh imagining little Susan Kalman dressed up in a hospital in velvet knickerbockers is making me weep it's just too cute and we're keeping it cute as Amro Alcadi talks about their icons and because it's the time of giving, we get glamorous influences too. Prince and David Bowie, sort of men who just sort of play with gender and mm. 
wear makeup and just have really kind of gender fluid clothing. Um, yeah, I think I think them definitely. Do you think Glamro has a different set of style icons? Yeah, definitely. Glamro is really interested in kind of traditional Arab beauty, you know, looking at kind of historical Egyptian icons, looking at my mother. Um, so she's a bit more kind of of a kind of classic Arab beauty, whereas as Amru, I'm quite interested in like really contemporary sort of gender bendy clothes. Whereas Glamru, yeah, is she's a little bit more sort of I'd say traditional in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, I want to ask you, did you did you celebrate Christmas in your house when you or, or do you? Uh, no, we didn't. But I actually do go to different friends' houses at Christmas. I mean, it doesn't really mean a great deal to me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, um, but <laughs> it's obviously on steroids in this country. <laughs> it is. Do you... Um, so what did you... Did you? What were your big uh, occasions? Was it, was it Eid that you celebrated growing yes, up? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eid, the end of Ramadan, um, uh, Eid Iftar was the main celebration. And then sort of several Eids throughout the year as well. So did you then, did you, for the end of Ramadan, did you... Did your family do, like, a, a new a special outfit that would be bought that you would get to wear then? Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, you kind of see this in a lot of Arab families, but, um, um, like, external presentation is really, really important. You know, sort of the community seeing you well-dressed and your family looking, you know, expensive. And even if you have money or don't have money, you know, that kind mm. of that kind of um, pressure on sort of social performativity and status was definitely very key for my mum, who's a very, very glamorous woman. And so I would get put in really kind of crisp shirts and, you know, really manly. I actually have a twin brother, so we would often get paired up in really similar outfits. Welcome back. Anyone else endlessly following your Insta accounts from these chats? Oh, Reese Nicholson is up next and they've got a fictional character as their icon. And you know what? It is hard to argue with it. Um, the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh my God, what an amazing um, answer. First of all, I was very horny for that murderous sociopath. <laughs> um, like it came out just in the right, kind of the right time for me. Um, and because um, everyone's really hot in it and they're in, you know, like the south of France and they're in Italy and it's kind of in the 50s and people are gay, but not really gay, but it's cool. It murders him on a boat. Uh, <laughs> but the, that era of fashion is really... I love like that kind of um, European in Euro- Europe in the fifties mm. kind of where a lot of like wealthy, like people just kind of soci- so- socialites, mm. like just like that wealthy, the wealth, the upper class of that era, because mm-hmm. they're very like um, high waisted pants. And like those, uh, I love those things at the moment. They're coming back. The men's um, polo shirts with like a big wide collar. Oh, love you know that. the ones that I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, just that and the suits, just sports jackets. Yeah, so <laughs> the talented Mr. Ripley is probably... And, like, John Waters, like, the filmmaker. Mm. They just... 
there's that um i remember reading um i read tina fey's book a long time ago which has some blind spots in it but the um very much like 30 rock which continues to be my favorite television show <laughs> but there are when you watch it now you're like oh yeah <laughs> is that alec baldwin in blackface oh that's not good um but uh she said there's a piece of advice in it where she says uh you don't wear what you see on runways, wear what you see fashion designers wear. And I think that is such an incredible piece of advice because when you see a fashion designer walk down a runway, they're usually wearing a very simple outfit Mm. that is just very classically and nicely cut. And then they're standing next to someone with like an eggshell balancing on the side (laughs) of their head. And you're like, yeah, I should dress more like the person without the eggshell on their head. (laughs) Yeah. Is that kind of classic style, I think is probably the best, but with like a queer bent to it Mm. like you know a full face of makeup and a full contour (laughs) the best accessory to sort of a 1950s sports jacket yeah yeah (laughs) and i hadn't thought about how well dressed john waters was i it's completely passed me by he's always looks absolutely incredible um so thanks for reminding me people that dress for their body and i think john waters is an example of something like he he doesn't dress he he dresses the way that he looks not like this kind of idea of what he looks Mm. like I think that's something that I try and do. All the oh, time. that's astute. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, do you have Christmas Day outfits in your house? There's a whole Australian kind of subculture of clothes which are like Christmassy Hawaiian shirts, and dads wear them. Oh wow! Like kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they're getting more fun because I think as uh, I feel like the gay man has really we've taken a hold of the quote-unquote Hawaiian shit at the moment. Like, take a wander around Zara at the moment. And <laughs> as a man in my... As soon as I turned 30, my closet just filled up with Zara shirts because um, that's all you're allowed... Like, the amount of... When we're allowed to go to parties, I would go to... And every one of my gay friends are wearing very close to, if not the same... There was a time... It was actually at Christmas, last Christmas, I went to a Christmas party with some friends and three of us were wearing the same Zara Hawaiian-y top. Um... But, yeah, so I think that's the kind of thing. We dress very summery because it is, like, the heat of summer. Okay, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, even if you wanted to feel sort of cosy by the fireside, it is absolute burning heat outside. <laughs> it's, like, people are mostly, like, in swimmers, like, in <laughs> swimming trunks at, in a pool. Like, that's kind of what Christmas Day is. Hilarious that I'm sat here nodding along to the idea of dressing in a classic style, like a fashion designer. Well, I'm literally sat here in a cocktail of sequins and leopard print. I was not expecting a Hawaiian shirt in there from Reese, though. They are full of surprises. Now, I never thought I'd have one, but my favourite medical professional is up next. It's Dr Ronks, and their answer about style icons, I think, speaks to a part of all of our souls, I reckon. I would have to say all of the the boys from ASOS. When I was younger, I loved Grace Jones, uh, but at the moment, I just go on ASOS. And I'm like, oh, I like what they're wearing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear that. There'll be someone on the front page wearing this outfit as we speak. <laughs> You're like, there's people who sees a mannequin in a window. I'm like, yeah, all of that, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, do you have? Do you celebrate Christmas in your house? No. Um, well. I'm at work or volunteering. For me, the importance is the perioding, the the kind of what it means as opposed to just sitting down and getting fat eating turkey. So, um, (laughs) yes, yes. I say I'm aware of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So do you have special outfit for Christmas Day? Will you go extra? I've got like a little two-piece, a Christmas-themed suit. 
Um, I, yes. I know. <laughs> I worked at the Great Ormond Street uh, Children's Party a couple of years ago. And I just bought today a Christmas V-neck, which has got like all sorts of like patterns and stuff on it. Just for like if I do something and it's around Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Dr. Ronks is volunteering. And of course, they're doing it in a suit that's extra. Speaking of extra, Rachel Fairburn has an inspirational list of women that she draws from and then forgets about all the men she likes. Classic Fairburn. Women from soap operas like, um, you know, your Bette Gilroy's, your, your Liz McDonald's and, you know, Elizabeth Taylor, uh, she's up there. But I'd definitely say women in northern soaps or women in sort of... Uh, like when I was a kid, I used to think... When you see sort of Bette Gilroy and all the leopard print and all the gold jewellery, I used to think, wow, she must be really rich. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, as you get a bit older, you're like, oh, no, this is cheap tat. I can get this myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say I, I'm going to go for uh, I'm gonna go for Bette Lynch, Bette Gilroy, whichever one you want to use. Even Rita. Rita is a bit of a snappy dresser. I think Rita is really overlooked. When she went through yeah. that stage of dressing like that sort of era of Michael Jackson, so it was like boxy military jackets yeah. in a strong primary colour. I loved it. Yes! She yeah, looked like she was running is... sort of a communist country. Yeah. <laughs> like, these like purple boxy jackets with all these gold, like massive buttons and be like, is that a medal, Rita, for bravery yeah. on your left shoulder? Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? And it, like, I think as well, uh, Liz McDonald sort of treads the line between classy and tarty really well. Yeah. Uh, she's, she wears the... Uh, and all of it, Princess Diana is up there as a style icon. I, I Well, only in later years be, for me, because mm. I used to think that... When I was a kid, I used to think she looked like an older mm. woman. But now as I've caught up in age, I'm like, actually, she was really cool clothes and, like, really well put together. But the uh, the Princess Diana 20 denier tight, that can stay where it is. Um... <laughs> And you know what? I've said that to several people and they know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. If you say, you know, a, a Princess Diana um, 20 denier, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> also, I would say with you as well, if I may, Elizabeth Taylor is who came to mind. Um, you went through an Elton John stage as well. Oh, fucking El Elton, of course. Um, I can't believe I forgot Elton. See, this is it. Right, so it's basically, it's anyone who is a bit flamboyant, a bit tacky... Elton John, he's always, even if he's wearing just a T-shirt, it's always like a Versace T-shirt. Or there's always yeah. something on it that's a bit of pizzazz. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Elton's up there. I, I've talked about that with other people as well, that, like, I love that... I'd love to move into the stage. I'm in, like... I'm in a tracksuit, but it is Gucci and it is like, yes. it looks incredibly comfortable and it is raw silk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or you've got a pair of like, what look like um, white pumps on, but they're Alexander McQueen. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you've got, you wear a pair of white trainers that cost 800 quid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like those red slip-ons that the Pope wears and they're like 600 quid and you're like, what for? <laughs> Wears red slip-ons. Yeah, red slip-ons that are Prada and they're six hundred quid a pop, and he never wears the same one twice. Fuck off! I think it's the old Pope. The old Pope. They've... Fucking yeah, hell! Yeah, yeah, true. Anyway, let's not get into right, Catholicism. It's not the right. It's not the. Uh... <laughs> this is not the time. Fuck oh, me. 
Um, do you have in your house Christmas Day outfits that you would wear, like, for the day? Like, as in, not just only wear it on the day, but, like, do you go... Growing up, would, like, your mum or, or your, your grandparents, would they buy you, like, an outfit to wear and you'd sort of sit on it and wait for it and then put it on on the day? I'd, I'd always get clothes for Christmas and uh, it but it would be you'd open them on Christmas Day and then you'd wear them on Christmas Day. So it'd be either, as a kid, it'd be either, you know, something they'd picked, but as you got a bit older, it might be you've asked for something um, and you, you unwrap it. You know, you might have asked for a, you know, an Adidas T-shirt or a jacket or something and you'd get that on Christmas Day and that's what you'd wear. Um, but, yeah, certainly as a, as a kid, you were, you were always dressed up on Christmas Day. I had this thing, which I think is from, well, it's definitely from my grandparents, that you know you don't don't be slovenly. Always wash your face, brush your teeth, have get changed. Always, um, don't sit around in your pajamas. When you need to wear something nice, um, like my granddad sometimes used to go. <laughs> he used to go to the flea market every Thursday, but occasionally he'd dress up in a suit, and go on his bike. He'd be like. He should not get his pension. What's he doing? Um, so, but my my gran was really uh, glamorous, um, and there'd be times like as a, I'd come downstairs because I lived with my grandparents. I'd come downstairs and my granddad would be like, "Have you had a wash?" About like, yeah. He go, "Well, you've dried a funny colour. Go upstairs and wash yourself again." Um, so I had this sort of thing in me that I can't bear to see people in. I don't, I don't like seeing people in clothes that they've slept in past eight in the morning. Like, get fucking changed. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> Do you know what? I really respect Rachel's granddad popping on a suit to go to the flea market. And you know what? I would be on that team, but I've bought this, I've washed my fanny, a welcome T-shirt now. So, a bit awkward. Next up, we got Owain Wynn Evans, and he's going to talk us through his suited style icons. When I'm watching RuPaul's Drag Race and I see RuPaul walk out doing the kind of first reveal of himself in the workroom and I'm like, see these gorgeous patterned suits. I'm like, oh my gosh, what a look. I love it. And people like that have inspired me to like take it one step further and think not so much about, oh, is this too much? But actually, no, you know what? This is good. If you want to have a look, you have to have a look. So I'd say anyone who throws on a nice suit and, you know, really wears it with confidence. Yeah, and the suit is such an interesting thing, isn't it? Because it's a symbol of power, but it's also a symbol of, a symbol of sort of like sombre responsibility. And what I love is mm. now people aren't seeing suits as that, that, that men are, and women, but like men in particular, are really leaning into the fact that it can be a real form of expression and really fun, and you can be fun with your textures and your colours and your patterns. And I just yeah. think my partner is obsessed with very glamorous suits. So when I first started doing the weather... I've got to be honest, I did not have what I would consider a look. And my sense of style, as Aaron, my husband, often pointed out to me, was questionable. So <laughs> I was, like, suddenly having to be on TV and suddenly having to be smart, you know? Because for, like, ten years before then, I worked on a kids' TV programme. And the, I was very much into... And it, it, it's a bit embarrassing, actually. I was very much into, like, disposable fashion, where I'd, you know, buy something maybe wear it once or twice on TV and then never wear it again. And then when I got the weather gig, I was um, obviously then presented with a, a situation in which I had to look 
smart, you know, and the old look just didn't cut it. So I would buy suits and, you know, I used to spend a lot of money on suits initially where I would go to kind of the more high-end, high-street kind of, you know, designer places and spend, you know, 600 quid or a grand on a suit. And I never do that anymore because I never felt like they actually fitted me as well, even when they would tailor them for me. Mm. I've made the choice now and it's a conscious decision to always wear a three-piece suit when I'm like doing TV things. So it's just something that I like doing, I guess. I love it. Do you have in your house like Christmas Day outfits, a brand new set of clothes that you wear on the day that's something a bit special? Yes, I have um, a few suit carriers upstairs that I have like nice kind of velvety jackets or something that's a little bit more patterned or something with a bit of glitter in it in the, you know, the beading perhaps. And I normally, boringly, wear them to things like award ceremonies that I might be hosting or something. But I've got to be honest, Kiri, every now and then I get them out just when I fire the disco lights up in the living room. (laughs) And I just think it's a good time to get a nice jacket on. So they're upstairs. I'll put them on. (laughs) I love it. That is the ultimate dressing for yourself is popping a disco ball on and and a nice velvet smoking jacket. (laughs) Totally. And, you know, having a nice little cocktail in hand. And then, you know, putting Girls Aloud's greatest hits on. There is nothing better. (laughs) I absolutely adore the mental image of Owain bopping around his living room. Sex on the beach in one hand, disco ball in the other, three-piece statement suit on, Girls Aloud blasting. Yes, please. (laughs) Deshaun Harrison takes a dedication to the grid to a whole new level for Christmas. My, like, current style icon is Cardi B. I I love everything she does. I think her style is amazing. Yeah, she spoke out. Didn't she slam homophobes today over something? (laughs) Yeah, just great. And did she? I love that. (laughs) Um, Always, yeah, she's just always amazing. Um, Oh, can I ask, um, do you celebrate Christmas in your your home? Yes, yes. Oh, great. Do you have... Do you have Christmas Day outfits in your house? Like a certain thing you'll wear or you'll buy specially? Absolutely. Absolutely. So this for this past Christmas... I literally bought a sweater just for Christmas. Like, I don't know when I'll ever wear it again, but I bought a sweater and, like, put together an entire outfit um, to post on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most, like, gorgeous. Like, I didn't go anywhere. I just, like, took the picture in the house and then got back on the couch. (laughs) I love that. When it's just for the gram, that's when you really care. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Now we've got a dear friend and style icon. It's Susie Ruffle, and I don't think any of us are going to be surprised that she has a soft spot for a woman in a suit. Not not what she wore all the time, but like certain photos of Marlene Dietrich. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, great. Diane Keaton in a suit. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, yeah, there's a great moment in... I mean, this isn't style icons. This is more like moments, if you will. But there's a great moment in um, a film that I think is quite problematic now. Um, oh, what is it called? It's... Oh, my God, what is wrong with me? It's Hugh... Grant, I was about to say Hefner, <laughs> different film. Uh, Hugh Grant, um, Julia Roberts, she's oh, the famous Hill. actress. Notting Hill. Yeah, no, there's a moment in that where she's doing press. Yes. And he says that he's from Horse and Hound. That's like the gag. And um, she's wearing a double-breasted suit with a tie. So anytime a woman is in a suit and a tie, I feel very inspired. <laughs> To, to immediately go home and put on a suit and tie. <laughs> I can see, I can see, because some people have mentioned their style 
like icons and there hasn't necessarily been any trickle down but it's literal inspiration for you it's muses that then influence you well that's the thing because i'm not sure that i am super stylish or whether i'm just very good at copying people (laughs) because some days when i don't know what to wear there's an instagram account called tomboy looks and i'll go through it and just go yep that and I'll just go through my wardrobe and go, I've got that. I can make that work. Oh, no, I think that's inspiration. Is this where you end the podcast yeah. and go, sorry, this was a, had to be about someone yeah. that actually had their sorry, own I style, book- not someone that's got very good at stealing? I meant to book Tom Allen. There's been a mistake here. So, yeah, do you want me to just put you through to Tom? Wait a second. <laughs> no, that's really Hello interesting. There. And also, really, because there aren't loads, I guess, loads of visible women playing with gendered clothing in that way so of course you've got to zone in on those instagram accounts because it's not like it's you know if i want to see a nice shiny dress i just google any red carpet ever and that's you know that will inspire me to you know pick something but with with your style and the the play between like masculine and feminine that's an unusual area to operate in so of course you have to be a bit more picky about your icons of course it's moments not icons <laughs> um i feel like i know the, the answer to this question um in your house do you have um christmas day outfits so like something nice that you, you bought for the day that you'll wear afterwards but special new set for the day for christmas for christmas day yeah specifically for christmas yeah. day no i just wear a nice shirt I would have thought you would have been... A, I could just see. I could just see um, <laughs> Roly in like a... What, like a Christmas jumper situation? Not a Christmas jumper. I could just see Roly having like a nice new shirt. Do you know what I mean? For Christmas Day, for best. It's almost like a Sunday best. Do you know what? I would say that Roly, that's my dad, listener, uh, he would have maybe a nice new shirt to go out on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is the day that all the ruffles get together. Certainly, traditionally, that would be what we would do. And we'd all go to the same pub where they would make a fortune. <laughs> and everyone would get quite dressy and quite sparkly. Um, All right. But Christmas Day would be more like, at like three o'clock, my dad's like, I'm going to go to bed for a bit. This is enough. <laughs> and you can only do that in long johns. Yeah, so that's true. Maybe new long johns, sure. <laughs> no one thought the horse and hound was going to get a mention in this podcast, <laughs> did they? Who got that in the sweepstake? Also, imagine a pub full of well-dressed ruffles on Christmas Eve. Absolute heaven. Our final guest is another comedy queen. It's Kat Cohen. And she's got some solid advice when it comes to not arousing your family. Have you got a style icon? Share in the 70s. Yes. Like get that drippy, fringy sequin. I mean, you and I have very similar tastes and sensibilities. So I feel like you get... And also like Kate Bush mm. is a big one. And yeah, the 70s look is very in right now as well. Like I walked by the Gucci window the other day on Fifth Ave and I was like, okay, we're back in my favorite my favorite time. Mm. I feel like definitely for me, 70s as well, having like a big bum and big boobs, the mm-hmm. shapes of the 70s are flattering. Totally. I think. I'm all about like bring it in at the waist, give me a low neckline, don't put me in a, whenever I go on a shoot or something, I'm like, I will not wear a sack. <laughs> that is my hell. Yeah. I will not wear a shift dress. I will not, like that is, makes me want to die. <laughs> Anything, like a cap sleeve is for, for is a violence, <laughs> is what I'll say. I don't mind like a strapless or like a tank top, but I can't have a sleeveless. I need either like a mm-hmm. three quarters or like a, 
long. Yeah, I totally agree. The cap sleeve is the worst. It just cuts you off at the worst possible angle. I know. And... Oh yeah, it is. I can't wear anything. You're you're you've got quite big knockers as well. Thank you. So I'm terrible <laughs> with a, a high neck oh, that isn't like a turtle. Totally. No, no, no. I can't do that. I even a, a turtleneck. I kind of feel like I'm playing the part. I'm like I'm in a play or something when I'm wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, look at me pretending to be someone who wears turtlenecks. <laughs> I prefer to have it like bare, and I I really do have a nice long neck, which we all have to admit. So I kind of mm-hmm. like to showcase yeah. her. Why not? <laughs> why not do you have in your house like specific outfits for christmas day like you will get a outfit bought and you will not put it on until december 25th you can wear it again afterwards but like it's a special outfit no christmas day doesn't necessarily excite me it's i'm usually in texas with my extended family and the outfit isn't really going to be out and about and be seen <laughs> So I'll just kind of wear whatever's, you know, whatever I'm in the mood okay, to wear. So is it is it more of a comfort thing? It's definitely a comfort, but it's also, you know, I know there will be photos, but they're not going to be necessarily photos for me, they're more family photos. So I want to look good, but I don't want to like, you know, make anyone feel too aroused. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to make the buffet awkward. I don't want to arouse my extended family if I wear a perfect <laughs> outfit on Christmas Day. <laughs> Start with share, end with share. That's my motto. I hope you've enjoyed this wee bonus episode. Oh, it's, do you know what? It's been so nice for me to just listen to it all and remember how much I just love talking about clothes with gorgeous people. We are back with our third series in 2023. And boy, do we have some belting guests lined up. I've recorded some of them. We've got a load more booked in. I think it might be our best series ever. Anyway. Nadolly Clowen, a blither now with our pal. Merry Christmas and a happy new year, everybody. Here's to 2023, filled with outfits that we love ourselves in. Bye. Who You Wearing is produced by Joe Southard, the artwork is by Mary Phillips. And the music is by Annie Glass. This has been a Little Wonder production. Mm-hmm.